are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? We have such a fun show today. The NFL trade deadline came and went. Some big things happened there. This week eight NFL action. There were some crazy games, some not so crazy games. Webb, are you ready for today's show? Because before you answer, you were not ready for last week's picks, obviously. So are you ready for today's show? It was real bad. But the, the, the games are real good. I'm ready. I will redeem okay. myself. I, I promise you. We'll get, to, we'll get to that. Let's start with the trade deadline. Uh, the NFL trade deadline is the worst of all sports deadlines. Nothing ever happens of note. There was one trade this year that really mattered. Vaughn Miller of the Denver Broncos was traded to the Los Angeles Rams for a second and third round pick in this year's drafts. Webb, you are a notorious shameless Rams fan. It's your favorite thing in the world besides the Lakers because you're an L.A. con artist. Von Miller is a free agent at the end of the season. Do you like this move for your Rams or for Denver more? I love it for my Rams because it's win-now mode. Uh, the Rams are reportedly going to offer Von Miller an extension uh, to, to keep him there uh, locked up in L.A. I love it. Um, I love the aggression that uh that less need shows and i like it for denver too like von miller has been one of those players that has been on the trade block it seems every year and every year the deadline passes and he doesn't get traded so i think this is exactly what the rams need um and and, and he's 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 a, he's a future hall of famer man let's do it rams 2022 been saying this for almost a year. I like the trade for both sides. I like the Rams' aggressiveness going all in. I respect that very much. If I were a scout for the Rams, I'd be furious because I think all you have is a fifth-round pick now in the draft, which seems like a problem. But what do I know? You know what? When you're a good team, you find ways to do it. The Rams will find ways to acquire picks. Probably won't be first or second rounders, but you can find gems late. And... If Von Miller leaves, they'll probably get a fourth or fifth round back in compensation for next year's draft. And Denver, I think, is not going anywhere serious this season. So getting a second and a third for a guy who was going to leave, possibly, makes a lot of sense to me. I thought it goes for both sides. I think everyone won. Denver is paying $9 million of the $9.7 million in this trade. So the Rams have no cash space, so Denver is doing it. And I think that's why the price was so high. Because they're basically buying draft picks from, from the Rams. Which I also appreciate doing. That makes sense to me. So I think them doing that is really smart. I liked when Cleveland bought, sorry, Houston bought it off Cleveland, the second round pick for Brock Osweiler, I think it was. Or Houston, Cle- Brock Osweiler is basically bought for a second round pick. Right. Which is, I like when teams do that. If you have cast base and you want draft picks, that makes sense to me. I think it's a good move. I love it. Like, if you look at where. And for everyone who listens to Coop and thinks I'm just a, uh, uh, an L.A. team fan, I was a fan of the St. Louis Rams when they were having Mark Bulger and garbage quarterbacks. Um, but I'm really happy for the Rams. Like SoFi Stadium just opened up uh, during COVID, and it's, it's, it's a great product. I'm, I, I think it's going to be incredible, man. The Rams are going all the way. I almost want to cry. I hope, well, the, the Super Bowl is in LA this year. So if they do not win the Super Bowl, I will enjoy that very much because it will break you emotionally. I'm a fan of that. And I picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl this year as well. 
So if they do win the Super Bowl, I look smart. Either way, I'm good. I am covered both sides. So I'm a genius. I played this perfectly. You're a liar. <laughs> You're a liar. That's what you are. Uh, there were a few other moves that I want to talk about. Uh, so the Chiefs made a trade today. Laurent Duvernay-Tardif to the Jets for Dan Brown, the tight end to the, the Chiefs. Duvernay-Tardif was the guard who took la- who was a doctor as well, who took last season off for COVID. I mean, the NFL said, hey, we're not going to punish anyone who takes the year off. And then when he came back, he basically lost his job and got traded to the Jets. So I think the NFL might have misled some players that way. What do you think? I think you're onto something. Um, but LDT was gone for good reason, very noble um, reasons, and obviously great service, great humanitarian for doing that. I don't know what Dan Brown looks like. I don't know what he looks like. He wrote Angels and Demons and the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> be fun, to be honest, I don't know what that Dan Brown looks like either, but I've at least heard of him. <laughs> uh, I can honestly picture him. I know what he looks like. So I know what I Dan know, Brown looks like. I have no idea what this guy looks like. and. It's got a square head. <laughs> I was shocked at, at um, the value that they got for LDT. Not that he's like an elite guard, but I mean, he's he's up there. They paid him like one and he wasn't yeah. starting anymore. That's why I think he was tradable. The Jets need all the offensive line help they can get. So it makes sense for both sides. It just sucks that he took a year off to help everybody. And then he gets screwed over like this kind of sucks. That's the NFL. What are you going to do? I don't like Canadians. That's true. Uh, Melvin Ingram on Pittsburgh was traded traded to the Chiefs for a six-round pick today. Uh, Mike Tomlin came out and said, we don't want hostages here. So I'm guessing Melvin Ingram was not happy to be in Pittsburgh. That's what it sounds like to me. No, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I think a week or two ago, he asked to, to be let out. I did not see that request. So that is surprising to me. And that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, I think I saw that. Like a week or two ago. That's it's crazy to me because I thought Mike Tomlin was the coach that like players liked. He was the hard ass, but like a good coach and everyone liked him. So I was surprised Ingram did not enjoy his time in Pittsburgh. I think it's the losing he did not enjoy. I mean, he was on the charges for a long time. He should be used to that. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know. I I thought he was a steal in the offseason. You were not high on him at all. Um, I think you think he's washed up by now. I did. I thought he was washed up, but I thought it was a good signing for the Steelers because it was no money. Yeah, There was no real cost to do it, so I like that. But getting a six-round pick for a guy you basically brought in for nothing, makes sense. that's a good deal. Yeah, the Chiefs could use all the help they can get on the defensive end. I don't know how much of a difference maker he's going to be, but eh, we'll see. Uh, there was a couple other deals. Mark Ingram was traded from Houston to the Saints. I don't really care about that. And Joe Flacco was traded to the Jets. I actually liked, I actually liked uh, the Mark. Well, that's funny because both of them are going back uh, to the teams they were on, you know, a few years ago. I actually liked the Mark Ingram trade to the Saints. I don't think that's what they need to address their issues, but I think he's still serviceable, especially in in his in his old on his old team. So I like it. I think it's fine. I just don't think yeah. it's going to change the needle for me. Yeah, I yeah. just it's fine. Uh, there was one deal that I kind of liked a little bit. Charles Omenihu on Houston was traded to the 49ers for a fifth or sixth round pick, depending. Apparently, he hasn't done much in Houston, but apparently he has some really high upside. And he's a great fit for this 49er defense. 
So hopefully he plays well there because they could use some help across from Nick Bosa. Oh, yeah. Definitely. They can use some help uh, under center, too. <laughs> I love Jimmy G. Uh, Played well last week. I did. The NFL trade deadline, every year I get excited for it, and every year it's terrible, and I never learn my lesson. And it's the worst. Yeah, it's not good. I'm falling for fake accounts everywhere, just thinking people got <laughs> traded that didn't happen. I sent out a couple texts today, like, this is happening. I fell, fell for a guy named Mikey Salads. That's the guy that said it. For all the listeners, Coop texted me and said the Colts just got Devontae Parker. And I'm an idiot, so I believed Coop, who believed Web. some other idiot. Mikey Salads has never has never steered me wrong before. How could I know? <laughs> and I was like, that's a great trade for the Colts. I thought that was great. T.Y. Hilton can't stay healthy. And Devontae Parker, I think, is good when he stays on the field. Yeah. And he's much younger than T.Y. Yeah, I guess. Just, it didn't happen, so it doesn't matter anymore. I'm curious. <laughs> okay, Webb. Uh, let's move on to a little more serious news, I think. Henry... Henry Ruggs was arrested today and charged with a DUI resulting in death. He crashed his Corvette at 3.39 a.m. this morning. The front of his car rear-ended the back of a Toyota RAV4. The Toyota was allegedly on fire. According to police reports, he remained at the scene at the scene of the crime and appeared to be under the influence. He was taken to a hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. In Vegas, the penalty for this can be anywhere from two to 20 years in prison. Uh, the Raiders put out a statement saying uh, prayers for the family of everyone involved that passed away. And they're investigating for, and they have no more comment on the matter. I think the NFL put out a very similar statement. Uh, I don't know if this is true or not. If Ruggs actually was impaired with anything, it's possible he was not, and they will clear this matter up. But someone did pass away in this accident, and that's terrible. And if Ruggs was impaired at all, uh, I hope he goes to prison. I have no, there's no leniency me at all for anyone drinking and driving or doing drugs while driving. This has not been proven, of course. But if he did it, what they are saying he did, I hope he goes to prison and his career is over. Webb, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So if ever, like you said, I think you, you nailed it on the head. If like we don't know all the facts, and um, if it's not true that he was under the influence of anything, then you know there's compassion, I think. Uh, but if not, which is uh, reported that he was, uh, it was a, it was a DUI um, causing death. Then yeah, there's there's no mercy, man. Like he's only 22, but that's a full grown adult able to do everything that that a 30 year old and a 40 year old uh, is entitled to do. So I don't know. I think, I think it's the dumbest thing. I don't understand how these celebrities, whether they're athletes or actors, actresses, uh, artists, how they get these DUIs. Like you have money, you have the means there's Uber. Now you don't even have to call a cab. You literally have a, a, a ride sharing service at your fingertips. You're also in Vegas. Like, you can't tell me Ubers aren't just popular or populating the whole place or, or, or cabs or, or you can stay at one of the hotels. You have money to do so. I don't understand. But like, I think also it's, it's the people around him too, right? Like he should, what is he doing out so late in the night? Um, you know, like those, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to get into like what he was doing, but it's more like, you know, like nothing good happens <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning, man. 
on a on a Monday slash Tuesday morning. Like, what are you doing, man? Do you not have practice today? It's Tuesday. I think they had practice today. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. So, I think best case scenario, and this is not me saying it's good, is that this is a tragic accident, and he was very tired, and someone someone died in a car accident, which is terrible, and I feel bad for the family, obviously, but rugs accidents happen and i'm hoping that this was just an accident and that's it rugs will probably need therapy that's a very traumatic thing if that's the case and i'm hoping that's what it is still terrible but rugs would not be i wouldn't hate him forever you, you mean know what i mean and you mean an accident without any oh, substance yeah, for sure. or any without any alcohol because either yeah. way it's an accident he could still be at fault for this accident as well he could still be yeah. driving recklessly and he could be driving recklessly. And I'd be like, that's terrible. You did that. But I have no, no passion, compassion, like you said earlier, for DUIs. Someone driving stupid, I'd be like, ah, it sucks. That's terrible. But I could forgive that. A DUI, I could never forgive. That's the, that's the difference for me. But we'll see. He went to the hospital after. So I'm sure they did a blood alcohol test or a drug test for sure. So we should know relatively soon if he did it. And... I don't want to see any lawyer talk uh, for him to get away with it. If he did it, I'll have no compassion for him whatsoever. And I hope he's done in the league if he did, it. but I'm hoping he didn't because I like Henry Ruggs. I thought he was a really good player. There was a, a tweet that I think either Ian Rappaport, I think it was Rappaport who put, who tweeted out uh, today. Um, basically he was saying the NFL hasn't suspended Henry Ruggs. <clears throat> Sorry. Henry Ruggs or put him on the commissioner's exempt list. And then the next sentence was like, but I'm pretty sure Henry Ruggs is not really thinking about football right now. He has bigger fish to fry. And I was like, yeah, ain't, ain't that the truth? Like, I don't think Henry Ruggs is worrying about when he's going to, you know, when he's going to be catching passes from Derek Carr. Like, this is, it's so sad on so many levels, like, and the family as well, like, obviously innocent in this. And to be even, even more so to be rear-ended, totally like out of your control. For sure. It's 100%. it's crazy. And and yeah, he should have the book thrown at him if he was under the influence. Like there's no yeah. there's no excuse, no, no mercy for that. Like I think they're gonna make an example of him if that is the case. And they should. It was the concern sure. of a lot of people coming to Las Vegas for a team, thinking that players would behave irresponsibly there. And that's why they didn't bring it there for a long time. And then it's here for a year and a half. And there's a death. That's not a good look for Vegas as a city for NFL players. I think the NBA was considering bringing a team there, right? Expansion. There's yeah. always been talks of like, hey, we can go to Vegas. I think they might rethink that a little bit after this incident. If that, if it's true, what happened, right? And and it, and even more so, like it was one of the 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 sophomore players who this happened to. So it wasn't like Derek Carr or um, Darren Waller, who also has a history of uh, substance abuse and stuff. Um, it was one of the young players. So like even more of a reason to not have young players, you know, come up in, in Vegas. Although there is a WNBA team in, in, in Vegas and I think they're fine, but it's different. It's, it's, it's yeah. The, the, the dudes are a different story. Yeah. Although I'm praying for everyone involved in the situation. 
and I hope if if he's innocent, I hope it's cleared up soon. And if he's not, I hope it's not cleared up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That's there's no excuse, man. No. It's so sad. It really is sad. And and, and sad for the victims. Not I'm mostly not yeah, the victim. For, yeah, hundred yeah. percent victim. Not not for rugs. I'm not sad for rugs at all. If if he was, you know, under the influence of something, I'm not sad for him at all. Yeah, no one is. But the but the 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 the, the family that that's, yeah, that's awful, ter- man. It's terrible for sure. Okay, let's move on to something because that's depressing me a little bit. To a fun situation, Odell Beckham, his dad tweeted out a picture of Baker not throwing him the ball. Then LeBron James tweeted out to free Odell Beckham. So they're your two favorite people, Webb. LeBron James and Odell Beckham in one story. This was like Christmas for me. I enjoyed every second of this. I imagined you being in a rage at your house. What were your thoughts when you saw this tweet from his dad and from LeBron? Uh, I'll talk about LeBron first. No one asked you anything. No one asked you to opine on anything football related. Although he was on the the Manning, what's it called? The Manning pod with Eli and, and Peyton. It's Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli. No, no, but they, they have a they have a, a kind of like name for the their their segment when they're interviewing celebrities and stuff. The Manning Hour or the Manning, something like that. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It's no. not important at all, Coop. I don't know why you're looking at me like that. Anyway. Um, that's all you do. You talk you talk about non-important things all the time. <laughs> Get to your hatred of LeBron. This is teed up for you. I like context. Um, yeah, nobody asked LeBron about anything. He's and LeBron's a, a so-called Cowboys fan. So what does he care? Seeing whether o- Odell, why are they saying free Odell when the Giants traded Odell to Cleveland? It was supposed to be this this big thing, this loaded team, and I thought the the Browns were loaded too. Um, and I chose the Browns to win the Super to sorry to go to the Super Bowl this year against the Rams, the Rams to win. Um, but I think it's pretty pathetic that you have to have one of your parents coming out. It's almost like you're back in elementary school trying to defend you. It's a run-heavy team. You weren't on the field for however long because you tried to tackle someone and then you hurt yourself. What do you want? Like, I don't understand. Like, I think Odell's a good receiver, but he's the most overrated, we said, most overrated NFL player probably ever. His whole, his whole fame is off of social media and catching the ball with, like, three fingers years ago. What was that five years ago? Six I years ago? I want to say six years ago, but it was he was a rookie. Yeah. That was a while back. 26, 2014. Is that 2014 Jesus, is a rookie? Seven years ago? Yeah, that's probably you're probably right. He's like 29 right now. You're probably looking, right. I think he was in the 2014 draft. I'm almost positive about it. I'm looking it up right now. It wasn't 2016, because that's Goff and Wentz. So he wasn't there. Yeah, he in 2018. Yeah, it was 2014 was his first year. I'm right. Yeah. All right. So we're talking about a catch that he made seven years ago that multiple players uh, made since. Who was it that had a nice catch on the Jets that they didn't? I don't remember. It was on Keenan Cole. Keenan Cole. That's who it was. Keenan Keelan Cole. Cole. Keelan. Is it Keelan or Keenan? Keelan. It's, Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole. It's, it should be Keenan, but it's Keelan. <laughs> right. Keelan a terrible Cole. name. It's a terrible name. For, former, former Jag, former Jag, uh, Keelan Cole. Right. Beautiful catch. Anyway, uh, we've not seen the, multiple. Not the, not the creator of Scary Movie. Different guy. No. You, no, you're thinking about uh, Keenan Wayans. Uh, yeah, no, I wasn't thinking of Keenan Wayans. I was thinking of uh, Keenan and Kel. To be honest, no. Again, not important. But 
Yeah, I think it's pathetic. And 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 I hate when LeBron tries to um tries to step in for some of these for, for some of the, the sports discussion. He tried to do the same thing for Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel a few years ago, how the Browns should bring Johnny Manziel to, to, to Cleveland. And then obviously that was a huge mistake. And I think he endorsed Baker too. We don't need to hear from you about this. Like, honestly, like. So I thought for a second that Odell was repped by Clutch. That's why I, I thought heard, he did I never this. heard that before. So I didn't hear it either. I thought he was because that's why he was doing it. And then I, I looked it up and I was like, no, he's not. I, then I was so confused. I think it's just because he's from Ohio, LeBron. I think that's the only reason why he did it. And he, he's a Cowboys fan, supposedly, but he also supports the Browns and talks about the Browns a lot. I don't know what team he supports, but I think he's I a hear, Browns fan. But I also hear that he's a cowboy, like he's a diehard Cowboys fan. I've heard that. I think he just supports the Cleveland area for other stuff too. So right. he hopes they do well. I've seen him at Cleveland games before. So I don't know. Yeah, and 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 I know he even supported like uh Stipe or they had some kind of relationship. I'm pretty sure LeBron's a it doesn't matter, whatever. The point is it was pathetic. Because Odell is so overrated. Yeah, LeBron is... Uh, anyways. Um, so Yeah, it's, it's pathetic. So in Cleveland, apparently there's a rift between Baker and Odell. Where they don't get along. Odell is super overpaid and doesn't perform well. And when Odell's dad tweeted that out, I was like, oh, this is real. This isn't just rumor anymore. Mikey Salads didn't report this. So I think it's serious. And I was surprised the Browns didn't trade him or cut him today. Because you can't have this in the locker room. He's not good enough to be a distraction like he is. He's just not good enough anymore. When he when Baker throws to him, he doesn't catch it. And he's always hurt. What does he bring to this team that is good? I don't understand it. Nothing. He's never won a playoff game. He had a really good start to his career. Like the first like three years, I think he had the most receiving yards Uh for a, for a player in their first three years uh, in the NFL. But he hasn't done anything since. He decided to take a picture shirtless with a bunch of other teammates on a yacht. Um, that was a big story before the playoff game with the Giants, and they lost. So overrated. I don't understand. Like, Sure. Hey, so the trade deadline came and went, and Deshaun Watson was not traded. There was a lot of talk this week that he was going to be gone. And the talk was he would be going to Miami. Houston did not allow my, did not allow Deshaun to talk to Miami's owner until last night. So Stephen Ross talked to Deshaun last night. This was not enough time to finish the deal. Apparently, Deshaun's refusal to settle these cases and end everything was a big roadblock to him being traded. So he will be in Houston for this full season and then likely traded in the offseason. Were you surprised he was not moved, Webb? Um, yes and no. Uh, yes, I was surprised. Sorry. The main reason was Tua and how bad Tua is. I think if Tua had looked amazing the last couple of weeks, I would have been like, you know what? They're not taking. They're not going to take this risk with Deshaun. You and I have been saying for years, not for years, sorry, for months, that Deshaun is going to stay put in Houston. Of course, the news came out about you know the stuff and it seemed like he was radioactive but then the talks uh started to intensify over the past um couple weeks with carolina and 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 uh and miami and 
I picked him up in fantasy. I I certainly thought there was a chance uh, that it was going to happen, but I don't know. It's just it's just really really risky. I don't blame Miami at all for not trading for him. They wanted conditions where if he is suspended by the league, they don't pay as much. If he is arrested, they don't pay as much. And Houston would not guarantee anything like that. I don't understand why any any team would trade him with these things. Twenty three allegations against him. How can anyone trade for him with those hanging over his head? I don't understand why the NFL hasn't suspended Deshaun yet, by the way. It seems like they're just hoping Houston does it for them. Just suspend him and get it over with. I don't understand what's going on here. Quit playing games. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't I don't really understand it either. And 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 uh yeah, like whoever acquires him, a suspension is coming for sure. Who knows if he even plays next year? We don't know where he'll be. Uh you know, if he's if he is active, who knows? Sorry, if he is with another team, who knows what the hell happens? Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. I think the teams that are looking at trade for him are thinking that him sitting out this season will be his suspension. But I don't think it's going to count because he's getting paid for this season. Yeah. So what, did he really lose anything? He didn't lose anything. I don't, th- I don't think uh, that's going to be a suspension. I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I just Is he going to play next year? Like. Even if, like, let's say he gets traded to X team, would they? I think they suspend him probably for the year, man. Okay, Web. Week eight is in the books of the NFL, and I want to talk about our picks before we get to the games, because Web and I agreed on six. So this week, against the spread, I went ten and five. Okay, ten and five against the spread. Web and I agreed on six games. The only five games I got wrong are games that Web and I agreed on. That is a thousand percent true. We agreed on six, and five of them we got wrong. The games I disagreed with Web on, I got correct. So me doing poorly is solely Web's fault. And going forward, you listeners, I pledge to you, if Web and I agree on a game, I'm changing my pick immediately. It's over. I will not do this to you anymore. I care too much about you and your gambling habits to let this continue. Web, do you have anything to say? About your disgrace of a showing in week eight. How bad was it, man? You did went I, did... three, three and twelve. <sighs> I was hoping I hit five. All right. Oh, <laughs> Phoenix will rise from the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is rock bottom. There's no, there's no way to go but up, man. This is this is what I needed, man. This is like Mahomes. Mahomes said it perfectly in the in, in, in the post game uh, presser. Uh, Last night, no, sorry, I think it was Sunday. He's like, you know, when you've been great for a while, you have to go through these terrible times. <laughs> you have to go through these terrible times. Pressure builds diamonds, man. I don't know. I will, uh, I will come back. And but I, I will learn from this. I appreciate that you compared yourself to Mahomes and then said, when you've been great for so long. Oh, oh my like God. That. I am so glad I threw you under the bus. So, so glad. Worth it? 100%. <laughs> I thought about not doing it. And I was like, ah, you know what? No, this is so bad. I gotta, it has to be addressed. And I'm glad I did now because that's beautiful. Yeah, no, that was bad. That was, that's inexcusable. But that's not happening again ever. It's my pledge. Okay. Uh, I went 10 and 5 again and just dominated. The only times I lost were when I gave the web. So just listeners... Going forward, I say it every show. Stick with me, you win money. If you follow Web, you will lose money. Consistent, 
You're welcome. Yeah, it's not good, man. <laughs> Let's get into some of the games, though, Evan, that you got wrong. Uh, we don't need to cover them all. The Packers went. The Packers went to Arizona. Arizona was seven and zero Thursday night. Aaron Rodgers went to Arizona and won 24-21. I predicted this. You did not. I'm, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore because we have to do it for every game. That's the only time I'm going to do it this time, just to rub it in one last time. But uh, Aaron Rodgers is your favorite quarterback ever. Do so you think you're selling him a little short saying it's the Rams Super Bowl to lose? Because I think Rodgers might have something to say about that in January. First of all, you chose Green Bay to cover, but you still chose Arizona to win. You liar. Uh, what matters is the cover. Okay, that's all that matters. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Football defies logic. Like Aaron Rodgers is missing, Devonte Adams and missing Alan Lazard, and Robert Tanyan tears his ACL mid-game. There was no reason why Green Bay should have won that, other than Aaron Rodgers being the legend he is. I I feel so bad for going against for choosing uh, the Cardinals. Um, but in terms of like the Rams Packers meeting up, Aaron Rodgers is 100 million times, obviously light years, sorry, not light years, uh, uh, tears away from, from Matt Stafford, but his playoff success hasn't been that good. So I'm still going to go Rams over the Packers if they meet up. So here's why I am not sure I would. Where did Matt Stafford play before he got to LA? Great city of Detroit. What division was Detroit in for his whole career? The North, NFC North. How many times did he beat Aaron Rodgers in Detroit in like 10 years? Once? I'm guessing I don't actually know this, but I would say once, maybe twice, but I don't think more than two times. I don't know. I think Rodgers might haunt Stafford's dreams. And it might just be like, this guy is the boogeyman. He was John Wick for Halloween. He's coming to destroy us all. And I think Stafford might be shook against Aaron Rodgers. I really do. He might hold the mental edge against them. And I might take Green Bay over these souped up Rams right now. I might do it. So, so here's the thing. I love Aaron Rodgers and I can't tell you how many years I chose Green Bay to win the Super Bowl. I think the past 10 seasons I've probably chosen Green Bay like five times. Yeah, me too. And they haven't gone. Not from bad. So, yeah. They're, they're just, a new team. They beat Kyler Murray. That's that's, uh, that's all it takes. Superstars. Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. They, I think they played I'm actually looking this up because I'm actually very interested in seeing you know what their, what their history is. Um, he is 11 and four head to head against Stafford as of, uh, 2020 and they haven't played this year yet. So I think that's accurate. Up to there. That's interesting. Okay. Not as, uh, not as lopsided as you, uh, as you think it would be the 15 games. I thought it would be like 14 and one. So did 11 I. And four. 11 and four is not terrible for Aaron, it's for, not, for Matt Stafford. It's not good, but it's not, I thought it'd be worse. So. It's not terrible. Okay. You're not getting the first round pick if you're if you're four and eleven or four and twelve, I should say. Or four and thirteen this year. It's not you could be worse. It's true. The next game I want to talk about is I just want to say one thing about this game. There's nothing to discuss because they're both trash. It's Carolina versus Atlanta. So Webb and I both picked Atlanta to cover and win. And while discussing it, I said Carolina's gonna win because we both picked Atlanta. So I had this game on for a minute. And Atlanta was winning, and I literally just turned the game on. And as I did, Matt Ryan's hand was just leaking copious amounts of blood, like a crazy amount of blood. And I was like, oh, this is over. And then Carolina won the game. Sam Darnold got a concussion. P.J. Walker came in and won the game somehow. So uh, I am done with both of these teams. 
my Sam Darnold for MVP uh, vote has has it's gone. I hate everybody now, Webb. I'm done with both these teams. Done. Yeah, I saw I saw that too. I don't remember who it was. That's someone stepped on uh, on Stafford on on Matt Ryan's hand with the cleats. I'm trying to remember who it was. Uh, was it Burns? I don't remember. Um, stepped on it. Yeah, the blood was just absolutely disgusting. Um, but you said something that I think you should correct. It's not wrong what you said. It's just what's that? You said Sam Darnold got concussed. He was concussed. PJ Walker came in and won the game son- somehow. There's no somehow about it. He's a better quarterback than Sam Darnold because Sam Darnold sucks. And I've always told you he sucks. There's no somehow about it. Makes sense. Yeah. You know what's crazy? P.J. Walker was like the third string quarterback for the Colts, and I always kind of liked him. I was like, he's got something there a little bit. I think he went to the XFL and was like the MVP or something like that. I was like, he's got something there. Yeah. And he might be better than Sam Darnold. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> like, oh, God. If, Sa- if Sam Darnold was in the XFL, would he get MVP? Is he top no. three consideration? No. No, God, no. <laughs> he'd, he'd, be, he'd be the reverse Kurt Warner. Like, yeah. Kurt Warner went from bagging groceries to MVP. Sam Darnold would go from, like, <laughs> draft pick to bagging groceries. <laughs> Be the reverse. And you know what's crazy? I'd, I'd still take Sam Darnold over that bum Carson Wentz. We're going to get to that in a second, but still. Oh, come on. Do. No way, man. The game is a little down the list, but, yeah, we're going to get to that in a second. But, come on. It's just terrible. Sam Darnold is, he's a, he's a bottom five quarterback in the league. And I think I'm being generous. Yeah, probably. I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, is there five worse? Okay, but is Sam Darnold a top 10 running back, though? Is that, is that possible? Well, Derrick Henry's hurt, so maybe. Um, maybe there's some room. Just terrible. He's probably better than Saquon. I don't know. <laughs> he might be better than Saquon, man. But Sam Darnold versus uh, Daniel Jones. I'd love to see that sprint. Jones. Yeah, Jones pretty quick. Yeah, John's is fast. Okay, uh, let's talk at the 49ers versus Bears for a second. And this is mostly because I want to talk about how good Debo Samuel is. The 49ers won 33-22. Debo Samuel had six catches for 171 yards. I think he's a top five receiver now in the league. I really think he is special. I'm a huge Debo fan. Am I crazy for saying top five for Debo Samuel? Is that crazy talk to you? Crazy talk. Insane. And And I don't even know the stats this year in terms of I think he was up there though. When I checked a couple weeks ago, he was up there in terms of uh, uh, receiving yards, I believe. So statistically, he might be. But like for me, I test. I wouldn't have him in the top five because uh, I'm still taking. I'm still taking uh, uh, Hop. I'm still taking um, Devante. Um, I'm still taking Julio. Just in a game, not not for a season. For a season or to sign to a long term contract, definitely De- uh, Debo. Um, I'm still taking, I'm trying to think, uh, Tyreek. Yeah, that's crazy talk, man. I'm at four already. Um, I'm still taking, I'm taking Justin Jefferson. I'm taking Thielen. I love Thielen, man. I'm a, I'm a big Thielen fan. Uh, Chris Godwin, I'm taking Mike Evans. Yeah, there's quite a few players I take, but he had a great, but he had a great, uh, score. So just for the record, Debo Samuel is second in the league in yards right now. Right. So he has been dominant this season so far. Sorry, uh, his, sorry my I, fault. I got. I have to correct myself. He didn't score. He almost scored. Yeah, he, he did got not tackled uh, near the end zone. Yeah, he's uh, 
He's a possession receiver, but he's one of the best after-the-catch runners in football. He's just been so dominant. He only has 44 receptions, and he has 819 yards, almost all after the catch. He is amazing. I think I'm taking him top five. I really do. Like, Devontae, Tyreek, Hop, Cooper Cup, him. That might be my five. you take him over Godwin? Uh, Yeah, I would. Because Godwin's the number two. Yeah, Evans isn't healthy enough. Evans is just a tight end to me. He's an end zone only guy. Are you take okay? Are you taking him over um, Metcalf? That's an interesting one. That is a close one. I think I am because he can run more routes. Metcalf is just a run down the field fast guy. It's north and south. Yeah, it's not. It's not so crazy. Like, Samuel can do everything. He's like over the over the middle. He is catching slants. He's going like. It's a different kind of receiver. So, Justin Jefferson, Jigs, and Jefferson are in the conversation for me. So maybe top five is tough, but like he's in that group of like the best receivers in football. He's in that conversation. And I know this is so premature. Jamar Chase. I'm not saying Jamar Chase is in top five, but I'm just saying, are you taking him no. over Jamar Chase? Jamar Chase is third in the league in, in yards right now. And he's, he's always by himself. I don't think he probably has like two yards after the catch. He doesn't have far to go. Okay. He's top 10. <laughs> Debo Samuel's top 10. Top five might be pushing it. He's top 10. There's some guys. Okay. I think Debo has been amazing, man. And before the season, I wouldn't have said he's a top 10 receiver, but now I think he is definitely a top 10 receiver. And I think. Uh, guess who the number one in yards is right now in the league? On receiving yards? Uh, hold on. Give me, give me a second. Oh, we also forgot Keenan Allen. Unsung hero. We didn't forget him. <laughs> okay, number one in the league in – Receptions. Sorry, sorry. Yards. yards. Yeah. It's cup, no? It's cup and touchdowns cup. Yeah. And probably targets is probably up there too. Yards by a hundred. He has a hundred more yards than the next guy. And him and Tyreek Hill are leading the league in targets. So that makes sense based on what we've seen. If you had asked me this nine weeks ago, I would have said hell no. My boy Cooper Cup, man. He's killing it. Yeah, that was he's 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 been amazing. He um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, Tyree Kill. I was way off this year. I said, do not draft Tyree Kill where he's being drafted. And this guy is such a utilized weapon, just as a football player. It's crazy. Tyree Kill is the fastest player I've ever seen in my life. It's not even close. When he turns the corner and like he kind of gets low, guys are like, "What am I doing with this? How do I stop this? It's impossible. He's yeah, too he's fast. Gone. It doesn't make sense." Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Steelers beat the Browns 15-10. Baker was garbage. Big Ben was not terrible, but, like, not good either. No, he was bad. Yeah, but he won, so I'm like, give him a little bit. I don't – did you see the end of the game, the last play of the game? The throw from Baker? From No, from, from Ben. Like, when Pittsburgh had possession to close out. Uh, I did see it, I think. I didn't understand why Ben threw the ball. He threw it towards the end zone. They were up 15-10. He could have just knelt or just not If he, If he kneels, yeah, I guess maybe they could call timeout. Could Cleveland have called timeout? I don't know. There was like two seconds left on the clock. It wasn't like, to watch, it was like a minute. I have to watch it again. I'm not sure. I can't remember the situation exactly. Or he could have just, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm assuming he knew what he was doing. I'm not sure. I can't picture what happened exactly right now. I can't. So, I I can't imagine him him doing it for any other reason than to run up the score. That's what I'm saying. Oh, just to rub it in. Yeah. 
Possibly, yeah. He does hate Cleveland. Service <laughs> division rival. That's possible. And as as someone who can't stay healthy, I'm not trying to extend the play if I'm Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, see it. I gotta watch it. I'll watch it again tonight. Uh, is Baker better than Case Keenum right now? Absolutely not. That's kind of where I am too. Case Keenum could have won this game, couldn't he have? Yeah, he scored more than 10, man. I really think so too. Baker was 20 of 31 for 225. That's really bad. Like, especially with Nick Chubb, who's the best running back in football, probably. I don't, un- they have all these receivers. I don't understand what's going on in Cleveland. Like, Baker has the torn lick. Labor on his left side. If you're that hurt, rest. Case Keenum is pretty good. Like you can win games. It's not good, so, Webb. So I agree with you. They have some great weapons. Austin Hooper is solid. I like Rashard Higgins. I think he's good. And I think David Njoku on a good team is a top five tight end in the league. Uh, I don't know about that. I like I'm I t- like Njoku coming to college, but I'm not sure from what we've seen so far he could do that anymore. On a good team. If if Njoku's on the Packers, is he not a top five tight end in the league? Who are five tight ends numbers-wise? Numbers-wise. I'm almost positive I could be a top seven tight end on the Packers. <laughs> no one knew who Tanyan was. And he led the league in touchdowns last year almost. Like, it makes no sense what they do over there. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I could see Njoku getting 1,000 and, like, 12 touchdowns. Beside injury, I think he's an injury risk. He's been hurt quite a bit. Yeah. So I think athletically, he's one of the best tight ends athletically. Right. I'm not sure he's been a great football player. If that makes sense. Like, I'm not sure how good he is fa- there. I still have found the team. Like, he wanted out. Then he, he was like, never mind. Because no one wanted him. But I think, like, the, it's got the tight end worse. pool is so shallow. It's so yeah, shallow. It's got, it really is. You think there's a lot, but there's honestly not very many good tight ends. It's terrible. No. Like, there's... uh. Kelsey, Kittle, maybe? Can he stay on the field? Darren Waller? Yeah, Darren Waller. Yeah, it's basically it. There's like five guys. Yeah. There's five really good tight ends and then a bunch of mediocre. Yeah, there's there's Hawkinson. There's, I don't know, I'm probably forgetting some guy. Dawson Knox was one of the top tight ends before he got hurt. The problem with tight ends is they have to be kind of slow to block. Yeah. Like Darren Very Waller strong. isn't a real tight end. He's not like... He's a receiver. He's a big receiver. He's not like the only real tight end is basically Kittle. Like Kelsey's not a real tight end. He kind of is, but it's Kittle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are the guys. Yeah. Because if you're fast, you play receiver because you get paid more. And if you're big, you play tackle because you get paid more. Yeah. So they're kind of in the middle there. And it's just, yeah, it's terrible. It's a weird position. I think, I think they're both gone, man. Uh, Odell and, uh, and Baker. Baker's going to get contract extension. He's not going to be gone. They're going to pay him. They didn't it's pick gonna up be option, terrible. Right? I think they did. Oh, okay. Well, if they Baker's going to get extended. He's going to get extended. They're going to give him... I like, don't think so, man. I don't think he does. At least not what... Not a long-term deal. He's not getting Josh Allen money, but he's going to get like $150 million. I would be absolutely floored if they did that. And upset. It's coming. It's definitely coming. 100%. I think, that, I think there's a chance Baker... Walks out the door because Baker probably will be pissed off if they offer him 150 million dollars. I think he thinks he's worth everything. He probably does, and he has bet on himself before in college, so it's possible. But I th- he's not getting Josh Allen and Mahomes money. I think they'll give him like five for 150, and he'll take it because he's injury prone. No, I'd be I'd be surprised. We'll see. Okay, what? Let's move on to the game of the day, Web. T- 
Titans versus Colts. The Titans won 34-31 in overtime. The Colts were up 14-0 in the first, I want to say, two minutes of the game. Immediately I knew Carson Wentz not holding this lead. Carson Wentz threw, I want to say, the worst interception anyone has ever thrown in the history of this league. The Colts, uh, they had the ball with like a minute 45 left on the three-yard line. Wentz takes the snap, supposed to be a tight end screen to Mo Ali Cox. Carson Wentz looks at him, says, nah, I got better than this. Goes into the end zone where three guys are promptly about to sack him. He says, I got an idea better than this. Takes the ball from his right hand. He's right-handed, by the way. That's important for this story. To his left hand. He's not left-handed, by the way. Also important to this story. And he just throws it to the Tennessee Titans. Directly to him. With the wrong hand. A yard from the end zone. And he just walks into the end zone. And I wasn't even mad. I just started to laugh. I then called Webb. I'm not going to lie, I got mad after that. Furious, Webb did not answer the phone because he knew it was coming. Somehow the Colts get the ball back and manage to score and tie the game that Wentz just blew. It goes to overtime. Wentz has three options on a throw. He could throw it to Jonathan Taylor, who nobody was covering. Literally, if he threw it to him, the game was probably over. He could throw it to Mo Ali Cox, who no one was covering. But you know who he threw it to, Webb? I'm going to tell you. It was Michael Pittman in triple coverage. Three guys covered Michael Pittman, and one says, I got an idea. I'm going to throw it to the guy in triple coverage. And I lost my mind. I was so angry. Uh, Derrick Henry got hurt in this game. He went on IR. So we had a hobbled Derrick Henry, and Wentz was like, I got an idea. And I, I, was so, I was so mad after this. And I became like the Joker, just laughing to myself maniacally. And I heard Stephen A make a valid football point. And it's the first time he's ever done this, so I noticed. He said, Carson Wentz knows what to do. He just doesn't want anyone else to be the guy to get the credit. So he refused to throw the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Because then people would have said Taylor won the game and not Carson Wentz. And I'm just thinking that Carson Wentz is an egomaniacal scumbag who I hate, Webb. Who is going to haunt me for the next four years. Because Frank Reich refuses to cut this scumbag. Frank Reich needs to be fired. Yeah, Webb is showing me uh, a touchdown on his phone right now just to rub it in some more. But I hate him with everything in my being. I told you before the season this would be a nightmare. And you're like, nah, it's going to work out. It's going to be good. And I hate him so much. We're going to lose the ninth pick in the draft to Philadelphia for this dirtbag. Because Webb, because Car Frank Reich, Chris Ballard refuse to sit him. Webb, what are your thoughts on this game and Carson Wentz in general, please? So I think between this and Russell Wilson's um, one-yard pass into the hands of Malcolm Butler, the two worst passes I've ever seen, just because of the stakes. Wentz dropped back, all the way back into the end zone. And then as he's getting dragged down, I don't know, Coop and I were talking about it. I honestly think they should have taken the, the safety, but Coop was saying, you know, they're getting the ball back. They're getting possession and they just scored two points. You're gonna have to get the ball back from them. Fine. Uh sure, but I don't know, man. Like it was a really bad, really bad decision making. But didn't he have like the, the fewest interceptions before that? Yeah, he went a while with not throwing a pick. Had, like, and one pick all year. I think he had more than that. Because they really? counted one pick as a fumble. I think he had like four games of one pick or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh this is the third time he's done that flip interception this season that I've seen. 
No, that was that, he only has three picks now in the year. Really? Yeah. Okay. So one of those flips was counted as a fumble because hmm. he's done that three times this season. The flip to an interception. It's his go-to move. It was bad. It was really bad. I hate him so much, Web. I hate his guts. It was. It was. It was real bad, man. That was a real bad. 14 t- touchdowns, three picks, 96.3 passer rating, like five fumbles. Jesus. He, um, I don't know. I think you guys were on your way to tying it up and, sorry, being 500. I, I still think Wentz is serviceable. He just has these like brain fart moments that will cost you the game. But, <laughs> but I think he's still a solid quarterback. I hate him so much. I, the fact that we could have had Matthew Stafford. And we're like, nah, let's go for Carson Wentz instead. It makes me so... You know, Matt Stafford and his wife were looking at real estate in Indianapolis. That's how close this was to happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Found that out yesterday. That's interesting. Because Matt Stafford apparently didn't want to go to Carolina. So it's yeah, he interesting was, that he, want, he wanted to go to Indy. Or he would have been open was, to it. Yeah, he was, he was fine with Indy or LA. Those were the two choices. Okay. Well, the Rams could have had Carson Wentz, too. They took Jared Goff. <laughs> I mean, who's worse? I would take Jared Goff over Carson Wentz, and it's not even close. No, no, no. I'll take Wentz no. over Jared Goff. I would take a game manager over a game ruiner any day of the week. We have a good running back, so they could just run the ball. Carson Wentz will fumble the ball heading to a running back. He's terrible. He's the worst. Because he gives you hope. Because he'll do one thing, like, that's pretty good. <laughs> like, you, yeah. you forget that he's Carson Wentz for a second. <laughs> what- and... Kevin Clark has this tweet about Carson Wentz, and he's had it for years. And they said, tweet is, if you just described what Carson Wentz did and didn't say who did it, everyone could guess it was Carson Wentz. Because he's the only one that does these things. He's the worst. He's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. It's terrible. Here's why I would take Carson Wentz over Jared Goff. Jared Goff throws the ball into the foot, throws the football into the ground. He's a game Fine. manager who Fine. manages. To not win a game. Is Carson He's Wentz winning a bunch of games? I would take Carson Wentz winning the three games that he won this year over Jared Goff losing the eight games. Even when Jared Goff was going to win, he didn't win. He's Carson bad. It's not even close. It's not he, even close. He's so bad that Sean McVay had to apologize. <laughs> That's how bad he is. He felt sorry for him, so he said, you know what, I, you know, it's a little harsh. I loved Frank Reich as a coach, and I want him fired now. Immediately. That's how bad Carson Wentz is. <laughs> I want him fired immediately for doing this to my life. I would take Philip Rivers back every day of the week. He might come back. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a second. <laughs> okay, we have the next game I want to talk about. It's Patriots and Chargers. Really close game. Herbert looked not that good. Not as good as I thought he would. Mac Jones played out of his mind. Damian Harris had like 15 runs called back on penalties. Patriots won 27-24. Do you think this means the Patriots are real contenders this season? Could they make a deep, a deep playoff run with this Belichick defense and Mac Jones not throwing the ball away? Uh, I don't know. I think they're too inconsistent to do that. That's what worries me. They play the good teams well and they play the bad teams not so well. Except if they're the Jets. And... And the Chargers, I think, think that, I think that's it. I think the Chargers still have upside, but they're also not consistent. And it's really worrisome because I thought they would be one of the elite AFC teams this year. And they're crumbling but right before our eyes. It's 
bad. Also, how mad are you that the Patriots went from Tom Brady to Mac Jones, who was really good as a rookie? Does it bother you like it bothers me? Because it really bothers me. Uh, no, I kind of like Mac Jones. That's why I don't like the Patriots at all. So it's hard for me to to hate it, you know. Like, but um, you know, it hasn't been like a seamless transition. They've they've definitely had their their down moments this year. They're four and four, you know. It's a rookie quarterback. I thought there were struggles. Uh, Mac Jones was my number three quarterback this year behind Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. I thought he was excellent. I was mad the Patriots got him because I like him. I want him to do well, just not in New England. It, it's enraging. <laughs> I don't appreciate it, Webb. Don't appreciate it at all. Uh, the last game I want to talk about, it's the Saints versus Buccaneers. The Saints. Tom Brady went to New Orleans. Jameis Winston tears his ACL in the second quarter, and the New Orleans Saints still beat Tom Brady 36-27. And it didn't even seem that close because they were in control of this game the whole time. When when Winston went out, Trevor Simeon came in, still won. Tom Brady was picked off twice. Alvin Kamara only had 61 yards rushing, still wasn't enough. Is Tom Brady a bust? Is that is, I think he's a bust, right? Like, we can agree on that now? This is the thing with Brady. Like, when Brady has great games, like, against Miami and stuff, everyone wants to say how great he is and how, you know, he's an MVP candidate. And when he has, like, mediocre games, just silence. I hear nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, you know how I hate Skip Bayless's guts, right? Uh, never heard you say that before in life. So, after the Saints game last week, Skip Bayless tweeted out, well, the Saints are all cocky right now. Let's see how they feel when Brady comes to town. <laughs> and then Demario Davis, after the game, retweeted that. And I was so happy. I have never liked an NFL player not on the Colts more. Demario Davis is my favorite player in the league right now. I'm all in on Demario Davis. And Skate Bayless did everything he could to not blame Tom Brady for this loss. It's amazing to me. I just, New Orleans is a really good team, man. Sean Payton's a great coach. Defense is strong. Kamara's the best weapon in football because Christian McCaffrey can't stay healthy. I like New Orleans, man. Trevor Simeon is not terrible, by the way. He's pretty good at football. I kind of like him. Is McCaffrey back this week? Uh, I don't think he is back. He's eligible to come back week 10. But knowing him and his WBB status, he's probably not going to be back for a while. Yeah, he's done okay. for a while. Yeah, so I still get another week of, uh, of uh, Chuba. Keep Chuba on your roster all season because McCaffrey's going to miss more time. It's funny you say that, Coop, because I told you that. There's no way I'm dropping this guy. And remember when I picked him up and you were like, oh, I didn't bother to pick him up because he's only going to be there for like two weeks. I was like, watch. Had him for like seven weeks in a row and counting. Yeah. You're not <laughs> wrong. 100% accurate. It's, it's really bad. McCaffrey's unreliable. Two is not great. He's a rookie, but, yeah. you know, volume. The Buccaneers are six and two. The Saints are five and two. Do you think the Saints could seriously challenge the Bucs for the that division this season? No way. Yeah, the Bucs don't play any good teams the rest of the season. So they have, they have the easiest schedule going forward of any team in the league, which is convenient for the cheater-led Tom Brady team. Yeah. I and 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 when we were doing our preseason picks, I, I had the Bucs going, I think, 15 and 2. Um this season because their schedule is so damn easy and I could see them running the table, especially because they had Antonio, Antonio Brown's been hurt the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Scotty Miller has been out for a while. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. And Gronk, 
just returned and then got hurt again. Immediately. Bruce Arian said he shouldn't have played at all. So he'll probably no miss some more time with back spasms. Just have him ready for January. What are you doing? He needs to play no games until January. Yeah. He's fine. He's a, he's, he, has, he has the body of a 55-year-old. He will, he will win you a Super Bowl as long as he doesn't play any games until the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he needs to sounds do. About, sounds about right. Yep, yep. Okay, and the Chiefs versus Giants, Monday Night Football. The Chiefs won 20 to 17. This game was way too close. Mahomes threw an interception on the first drive. It was a tip again. Mahomes has thrown so many tipped interceptions this year, Web. I don't understand what's happening. Every ball he throws gets tipped. He has 10 interceptions on the year now. Like, Ugh. I think Mahomes is still the most talented quarterback in football, but I think he thinks he's better than he is. Does that make sense? He thinks yeah, he can do anything. And he, he takes, can't. He takes some risks, man. Like, and it's it's cool and everything when he uh, when it works out when he when he's throwing the ball, you know, against his body and doing all these things that quarterbacks don't don't normally do, and you know the the shovel passes. But then when it doesn't work out, it just looks really bad. Um, this this game was terrible, by the way. It was really bad. The Giants should have won the game, by the way. They kept taking yeah. the lead and then losing it. I the Giants are so unreliable, but. This Chiefs team is crumbling. I have no faith in it going forward. They're, it's bad. They are, yeah, it's real bad. They're four and four. I still think they're gonna. I still think they win the division. Believe it or not. Yeah, I believe it. They're still. I think they're gonna be in the AFC title game because I wouldn't bet against Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, they they are uh, uh, tied for last in the division, um, but they're only like a game and a half out of top spot. And yeah, the Chargers could have run away with it. They really messed up. They were four and one. Losses to Baltimore in a game they could have won. This the the Chargers blew this. Yeah. And it's not gonna happen many more times in Mahomes' career where he does this again. So right. they really messed up, Webb. They one, really messed one up. One game they did. One game that I is kind of irrelevant, but I thought was fun was the the, the Jets and the Bengals game. So I thought it was fun. It was embarrassing, is what it was. Like the Bengals, so we should give Mike White some shine because do you remember during our last show when we were doing the predictions and I tried to bait you and take the Jets and you didn't fall yeah. for it. And I was like, ah, you should take the Jets with. You should have fell for it. Would have improved my record. That's for sure. So the Jets were down. I want to say 11 in the fourth quarter and they still won this game. Mike White was throwing bullets out there. Yep. Uh, Zach Wilson, the Jets to quarterback is hurt. Did a backup come in? Mike White. I think he was on the Cowboys before. I think this is his third team. And no idea. Yeah, I did not know who he was really before this game. Mike White doesn't sound real. It really sounds like he was in Reservoir Dogs. Like it's not a real thing. Mr. White, yeah. Yeah. He was 37 for 45 with 405 yards. He's the first Jets quarterback in 20 years to throw for 400 yards. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the... They had what Gino, they had Mark Sanchez, Pennington, Chad Pennington. Who the hell yeah. else did the Jets have? Joe Flacco for a minute, I think. Yeah, Flacco, uh, Brett Favre. Surprise, Favre. Yeah, Favre was done then when he did it. That's right. Yeah, it's crazy though that he yeah. had 405 yards. Uh, Michael Carter, their fourth round running back, had a great game. He had a touchdown, 
95 receiving yards, 77 rushing yards. Uh, the Bengals choked. They choked up big time. They were up by 11 in the fourth quarter and just decided, no, nah, we're gonna, we're good. We're not doing this anymore. Yeah, I, I blame, I blame two people. Uh, I thought the play calling on the, on the last few drives were, were terrible. They could have gone up and instead, um, Joe Burrow throws it between both his receivers. These two can't catch it. And I also blame, uh, Joe Mixon. He's not that good. He's not. I thought he was good. I, I drafted him in the second round. He's, he's above average. That's what I would say about Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon is a fine running back. I don't think he's an elite running back. So I agree with you there. Did you hear what the Jets coach said after the game? I did not. They asked Sala? him what Sala said after the game that you don't know what's going to happen going forward with their quarterback. And then Mike White being the new quarterback is a possibility. Well, someone has to get fired then. Someone has to get fired. You took Zach Wilson number two overall. You can't be saying that in week nine. Going into week nine. I, I think he said it to like kind of give Mike White some hope. But I think there's a 0% chance that Zach Wilson isn't the quarterback going forward. But if Mike White wins like three games, how do you not play him? No one else yeah. wins three games to the Jets. How do you do it? And Zach Wilson did not look good. Yeah, his, his rookie struggles were pretty bad. So it's possible that he's, just ha- he's going through some rookie lumps and he'll get better. But the Bengals were 5-2. and two. I think they were in first in the AFC, and the yeah. Jets beat them. Like, Mike White played out of his mind. He's playing this vaunted Colts defense and Carson Wentz this week. So he's probably going to have a second win under his belt, too. So the sky is the limit for Mike White. I'm, I'm all in on Mike White. I'm all in. Is Mike White the new uh, Nick Foles? I would trade Carson Wentz for Mike White straight up today. He's probably a better decision maker. All right, Webb. Let's end the show there. Uh, I love football this week. It was so much fun besides Carson Wentz being the worst player in the NFL. And, <laughs> and by the way, the Colts are favored by 10 against the Jets this week. Uh, I'm going to put like $100,000 in the Jets to cover that 10, just so everybody knows. That's definitely going to happen. This is insane. I'm, ta- I'm taking the Colts. Obviously, my track record re- recently hasn't been great. But uh, <laughs> I'm taking the Colts. Yeah, get exactly. that, man. Everybody, please go follow us on Twitter at Rookie Venom. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Really appreciate it. Uh, start watching some basketball. There have been really some really fun games this week. Uh, Philadelphia is being crushed by COVID and injuries. And Ben Simmons. Web, I'm loving this NBA season. It's been a lot of fun so far. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, man. It's it's been really good. And my Lakers righted the ship against bad teams. And they beat Houston pretty badly. All right. Everybody, thank you for listening. Have a great night. We out.